0: Welcome to the PSDcast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. We're all slowly adapting to our new COVID-centric realities, hopefully not permanently, but in the meantime, safety is the operative word. And along with the existing trend towards touchless solutions, we're witnessing a mini technological revolution. Touchless solutions are both quicker and more efficient if they function properly, of course, looking at you, Microsoft Connect. But they happen to dovetail perfectly with a newfound appreciation for personal space and avoiding germs whenever possible. And in order to enable those touchless solutions, we need optical no-contact sensors, which is where today's guest comes in. Gabriella Fulco over at Amron Electronic Components Europe just authored a piece for us called Optical Sensors Help Create a Safer Touch-Free World. And it's filled with all sorts of interesting tidbits about how Touchless sensors could help us manage the coronavirus and beyond that replace outdated analog technologies like the common light switch. But, Gabriella, welcome to the show. And one of the ideas in your piece that I found really interesting is where you discuss thermal sensors. I I don't know about Europe, but it's common practice in the US to take the temperature of anyone seeking to gain access to public buildings. Uh, It's slow and inefficient, but probably necessary as a front line of defense for COVID 19. why else might optical sensors be essential in a world still wracked by a global pandemic?
1: Uh, well, from my point of view, let me say that uh, the sensor can bring, in general, a lot of uh, added value to several applications. Uh, also, in general, we can say that they can make uh, the devices, uh, which are always more and more intelligent and uh, easy to be used. But if, uh, specifically, uh, we talk about uh, the case of our uh, human visual systems and uh, uh, with human digital systems, I'm referring basically to the Okao software, which is uh, our Omron uh, uh, software, which has been developed already a long time ago, which was born like basically a face detection uh, uh, to be used in the digital cameras, but which with the time it was expanded with uh, several uh, applications to detect uh, uh, the features of the humans. And the second product is the embedded version of the OCAO, which is called HVC, so it stands for Human Visual Component. Uh, I would say that in the case of this uh, product, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, you can basically to detect, you can count, you can track, and you can also recognize the people and their features. So uh, I think basically that uh, this can be. Uh, added value, not only for, um, let me say, the presence detection, but also to recognize the people. Uh, from this uh, side, in fact, I can say that just recently, um, just less than one uh, month ago in late latest August, uh, Omron released a new library, a new version of the face recognition uh, for the OCAO, uh, which is uh, made uh, in a completely uh, different uh, technology. This is done in deep learning technology. What does it mean? It means that uh, compared to the current version of the face recognition, now we can achieve much higher accuracy in the results. Uh, so um, let me say that the current version still will be available because, uh, uh, on the other hand, the deep learning technology needs. Uh, a little bit more time to be processed. So the customer will be able to decide if to go for the fastest solution, but a little bit less precise, or for the new one, which is very, very high accuracy, but uh, a little bit slower. Uh, so let me say that with such kind of uh, technology and with such kind of high-accuracy in terms of uh, detection. Um, I think that mm, it will be possible uh, to recognize people, for example, in access control, and in particular, I'm thinking about uh, public buildings, uh, like uh, schools, for example, uh, or in ways, spaces where uh, uh, only selected people might have access uh, uh, or have the right to, to get in. So uh, with the HBC or the OCAO, you might make this first check uh, in access control, and then once the access is granted for, for the people, uh, there might be the other sensor from Omron, which is the D60, so the thermal sensor. And in this case, it can be used uh, as a fever screening because uh, in this case, you can uh, allow only the people uh, without the fever to access then later the, the public building.
0: Right, right. Well, could you describe how image sensors could help trace victims and, and manage the coronavirus
1: uh, yeah how basically the d16 can be uh, simply um, uh, you can basically recalibrate the uh, the temperature range because uh, in our specification in our specification the uh, b60 is guaranteed for plus minus 1.5 degrees which of course is not enough for fever detection so if you want to see if a person uh, has a fever uh, before entering in a place uh, that's not enough because typically it's required at least uh, let's say around 0.3 or 0.2 uh, as a, a tolerance uh, but uh, a normal procedure, which is already done by several customers in this field, is to recalibrate the temperature range. So from the 0, 0.85 or 0.200 degrees of our standard product, it's possible to recalibrate the d 60 and adapt it only to the uh, range of temperature that is uh, needed. So in this case, for fever detection, uh, we are talking about uh, a range between 35 to 40 or 41 degrees. Uh, in this way, uh, you, you can increase a lot the accuracy because the temperature range is much smaller uh, and uh, making, let me say, all the process uh, uh, in the proper way, uh, Japan achieved uh, uh, plus minus 0.2 degrees, which is uh, already a very good result for such kind of application. Uh, so from this point of view, uh, the, the thermal sensor, which is uh, typically can be used also for other kinds of applications, can be also used in this application in the access control to detect uh, the people with the fever.
0: Oh, good. Well, what other functions could sensors perform in the workplace when COVID-19 is still a vital concern, and how could Omron's technology assist with that?
1: Well, let me say that uh, uh, once again, I think that uh, it's very important, uh, uh, of course, uh, to detect people, uh, to count people, and sometimes also to track people, and uh, and again to detect if the people have the fever in this case. And that's why uh, recently with the D60 we also had a huge, uh, uh, let me say, <laughs> amount. We increased a lot the, the capacity in Japan because uh, we uh, we had a lot of requests worldwide because everyone is running to create such kind of application to screen and monitor the people uh, everywhere. Uh, also here in Italy, wherever I go, when I enter in a place, I'm always checked for the for the body temperature. Um, so let me say that, yes, this is uh, something that uh, for sure is uh, it's very important in this period because uh, uh, there is really high request to to monitor and to check the people uh, like this. But also I think that uh, this is not all because our product can, can do much more than that. So this is just only a part of, of what you can do because at the end, when we are talking uh, about the building automation application uh, in general, uh, also when the COVID, let me say, will be uh, defeated, I hope sooner, <laughs> but... Uh, uh, yes, when it will be uh, defeated. Basically, uh, it's still, I think, important to uh, to detect the people, especially in the smart buildings. You know, in the smart buildings, you can uh, manage all the illumination parts, or the automatic shutters, or the air conditioning based on the presence of the people in a room, and especially in the the big spaces. You know, when you have a, a very big open space. I think that it's very important uh, to know, in particular, is, what is the, the you know the the occupancy ratio, because uh, uh, based on that uh, you can also optimize. Uh, I think the spaces, the desks, uh, or uh, again the ventilation uh, and the illumination of uh, in the offices. Um, but uh, yes, beyond that, again, I think that the B60, as it is uh, a temperature sensor, at the end it can uh, uh, not only detect people, but it can provide also the temperature information in the output. So from this point, uh, it can be used definitely also for uh, uh, other kind of applications, like to detect uh, uh, the abnormal temperature in uh, transformers or uh, power distribution cabinets, uh, server rooms, uh, uh, You know, to detect if there is overheating somewhere, and you can send an alarm to, uh, to the proper staff. From this point of view, I, I would say that uh, the, the D60 fits very well in such kind of application. And actually, it can work also from uh, uh, different angles, because it can work frontally, it can work from the top. Uh, and uh, also the distance, in theory, is not a problem, because what the thermal sensor is checking is the wavelengths, which are uh, uh, called the far infrared. So it is the wavelength between 8 and 14 micrometers, which means that these are not absorbed by the atmosphere. So in theory, you can be far away as much as you want, and you have the uh, the real temperature. In reality, it happens that the temperature can drop with the distance just because uh, the field of view, uh, of course, will become bigger and bigger uh, the more far you are, so Uh, the average temperature for uh, each pixel, it will be um, more and more uh, different uh, the bigger it will be the pixel. Uh, However, yes, uh, I can also say that uh, we are also planning uh, to release on the next year a new version which will be a product uh, with D60 and uh, the together. And uh, that can be a product also that can be used uh, from the top or from also uh, big distance to detect uh, uh, people at a distance uh, in, a, in a proper way, so that can also be an additional uh, value from the next year.
0: Well, excellent, uh, Gabriella. I'm, I'm sure we're all looking forward to some of those non-COVID applications for Humran's products, definitely. But anyway, mm-hmm. G- Gabriella's article optical sensors help create a safer touch-free world can be found in our September print and online editions, and we'll link to it in the description. And I encourage everyone to check it out. It's a a very nice article. On behalf of PSD, I want to thank you all for your time. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and healthy, and have a great day.